What's up, Olivia? What's up, Eric? How you how you doing? Pretty good, pretty good. Um, I'm sort of excited to record this movie news roundup because I really enjoyed recording the last one. Uh, yeah, yeah, I really, I really enjoyed it too. Uh, a lot has happened in the past month as far as this movie stuff is concerned. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm excited to see what what we talk about and and where where we go with today's episode. Yeah, I think uh, you did a really good job putting together all the news. I have a couple of tidbits to add in as well. But before we jump into it, we have a couple of corrections uh, we need to make to last month's movie news. Oh, yeah. Uh, which was our first. So was, uh, a couple of errors will always be made. But um, I think I said the I got the movie Triple Frontier and Triple Nine completely mixed up. I have seen both movies, actually. Um, both of them are action movies and heist movies. Um, both are pretty mediocre, so maybe that's why I got them mixed <laughs> up. But Triple Frontier is the movie with Ben Affleck. Triple Nine is the John Hillcoat movie with Anthony Mackie, Dale from The Walking Dead, Norman Reedus, and a lot of numerous other people. Kate Winslet yeah. as well. Wow, but, Kate Winslet too? Yes. yes. Wow. And it's only but, mediocre? It was it was decent. I would okay. go out of my way to see it, but okay, all right, noted. The other mistake I think, which was on Isaac's part, was he had said David Dastmalchian is from Russia. He's actually from Kansas. <laughs> He's from Kansas. He's from flyover I, country. Um, yeah, I don't know how that makes up happened. Maybe there's some truth to the Russia bit. I'm not going to speak in too much onto that, but he, Dave, Mr. David. Desta Malchian is from Kansas. So those are our two corrections from last episode. It, you know, it happens with a name like that. I would have been like, oh yeah, he's definitely from Europe or something. He's not, he's not from America, but right, 100%. Well, we, we were wrong. So yeah, we'll see what's uh we get wrong from today's episode. So uh, yeah, I can't wait for, for, next for next week or next month's <laughs> correction right. corner. So, all right. Do you want to get started with Let's release updates? Or you got it. Let's give, give us some release updates. Okay. So, this is a less exciting one. It actually kind of makes me angry. But Lena Dunham is writing and directing a Polly Pocket movie, which is also going to have Lily Collins in it, who I like, but sure. I hate Lena Dunham. So, yeah, I i never watched girls she's i think you're either a fan of her or you're not a fan of her i don't think there's really a middle ground yeah for her. Um, yeah she her comedic performances and stuff never really hit with me either um so i'm not gonna say i'm excited for this but i'm not gonna bash it either yeah i'm not i i just just kind of why right what's the right. point yeah yeah i say that and there's a barbie movie that's in the works i think Margot Robbie's supposed to be in that, and then really, I this might be something we have to correct later. I can't remember, <laughs> but I feel like Greta Gerwig is directing it. Wow, but I'm not positive. So like that, I'm excited for. Well, you're. Do you like Greta Gerwig? I, I do like, like Greta do. Gerwig. Okay. Uh, yeah. So that I'm excited for, but like I don't know. Maybe because I was a Barbie girl, not a Polly Pocket girl. <laughs> I don't know who's to say. Anyway, another dumb movie and. <laughs> unnecessary movie news jerry seinfeld is going to be in a movie about the pop tarts company um yeah so is he like the founder of pop tarts or I, something i guess i i have a question for you on this okay do you right. 
Are you team Pop Tarts or are you team Toaster Strudels? Ooh. I think in my life I've had way more Pop Tarts than Toaster Strudels just out of convenience. Yep. Because, like, you can eat, you can just eat a Pop Tart. Right. Very right convenient. Yep. Yeah. It's so much more Toaster convenient. Strudel, a little bit more prep time. You a have to prep toast time. it. Yeah, you can't just you can't. I mean, I guess you could eat it frozen, but why would you? Yeah, that's not a good good idea. This doesn't sound like a good idea. But I do like a toaster strudel. I know. Except, I I do like a like a nice hot crunchy toaster strudel. Yeah, it's really it sounds really good right With now. With the the flaky. Yeah, mm, the, it's really the flakiness. Good. Yeah, I it's like definitely that. an underrated treat. I think it does not yeah. get a lot of recognition because of the prep time that you need to do for it. Right. Yeah. 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 I would, and I would absolutely take a, a toaster strudel over like an Eggo waffle. Oh yeah, that's just a piece of processed dough. Yeah, yeah. I think, I mean, Pop Tart is more convenient. I don't know if which side of that aisle I like. Pop Tart, you do have a lot of varieties, like a lot, a lot of, of different varieties. flavors. Yeah, and now they have the like the like Pop Tart bites, which I haven't had yet, but it's uh, whoa, it's just like it's like a little square. It's like this big interesting so uh, okay anyway. maybe uh this movie will examine the made-up beef between pop charts and toaster strudels uh, yeah but jerry then, seinfeld is going to be in it yeah interesting seinfeld that, that is weird he uh, doesn't really do movies does he like not, lately really i don't i thought he like was, retired was and it's just like in. on talk shows and stuff I don't yeah, remember I, what the, the last movie he was yeah, in. Yeah, I can't. He I does, can't either. What's that? Comedians and Cars or whatever on Netflix. He oh, does I don't know that. that. Okay. It's basically he and some comedian drive around at, around LA. Okay. Um, he's done it with a bunch of different people, like Chris Rock, Kristen Wiig. Um, I mean, I think Adam Sandler. I mean, basically anyone who's ever had a name in comedy has been on okay so interesting yeah anyway uh moving on to release updates this is going to be a big bummer for isaac for sure i think for all of us but isaac i I think the most of the three of us he's been talking about dune probably since episode one of this podcast if i'm not since we started yeah but (laughs) dune has been delayed yet again however it's only been delayed like a week yeah so it's still coming out in october it's just not coming out as soon as we would have hoped right and it got pushed into that october 22nd weekend with like uh last night soho and french dispatch but then last night soho just got pushed back a week as well so it is now not competing with those two other movies it was going to be like that jam-packed weekend for all three of those movies because wasn't there what there was another like really obscure oh it's jackass the next yes yeah i think that's like steve-o's last one right like it's going out i I I think think so and okay steve-o has all of them have really been through it but steve-o has really been through it yeah legendary career legendary person for sure yeah for sure um and something that I think Isaac would also be super excited for is that the third installment in the Paddington franchise is going to begin begin production sometime next year. Okay, so I have not seen these movies. Have you seen them? I, I haven't either, okay. but Isaac really loves them. And there's like a big like cult yeah, following. There, I was going to say, that's exactly what I was going to say. There's a big, like very cultish like following for him because 
they I think it's well renowned in the film circle. Yeah, I was gonna say As all the like big film people I follow on Twitter are very much about Paddington. I don't know why. Who's the I think, who voices Paddington? Oh, I don't I can tell you. Okay. Um let me look for some reason quick. I thought it was Nicole Kidman, but I could have just I pulled think that she's out of left. In it. I okay. don't think she voices paddington yeah I, um, while you're looking that up i i believe like paddington one was like that number one highest rated movie on rotten tomatoes for a very long time and yes. then it became a news article when someone reviewed it and gave it a negative review and it was like one of like two negative reviews for paddington yeah one. okay so paddington is voiced by ben Weishaw. Weishaw? Oh, I think I'm He's in The Lobster, Cloud Atlas. Yes. Perfume, Mary Poppins Returns, Fargo. Yeah, I think I know who that is. Okay. Yeah, he's a he's a British chap. Is he the guy who voices Q in the James Bond movies? Mm, no, that's someone know. else. That's someone else. Okay. I imagine that would probably be someone older. Yeah, I can't I can't remember. That name sounds real familiar. Oh, you know what? It is him. That is oh, okay. Him. Okay, so yeah. that is him. He's like a kid in the in the Daniel Craig movies. Okay. Daniel Craig, James Bond. Movie. He's very young. Yeah, he's. I mean, he was born in eighty. So. Okay. Uh, well, anyway, Paddington three. Uh, well, that will give me plenty of time to catch up on Paddington one and two, possibly. Yes. Yeah. Apparently, Hugh Grant is in the second one as the bad guy, and he's like. He it's he said I, I read an article where he said that's one of his favorite roles he's ever had. So. I watched him in a, actually a movie I watched very recently was The Gentleman. Okay, Richie with uh, yeah, Matthew yeah. McConaughey and Hugh Grant play is in it as well. It's not not a bad movie actually. I th- uh, that didn't do very well. They did not. Though. I think it came out in the middle of COVID. I believe. I think it came out yeah like uh, right as COVID was was really and it, it was all right. Okay, um, I I like Guy Ritchie. So I thought it was okay. So he, okay. Hugh Grant was in it as well. He had a really fun role too. So there was there was a pretty good cast. Wasn't yeah, there? the cast was loaded. It's like Henry Golding, Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a loaded cast. So. Okay. All right. Well, that's as pretty much all I have as far as release all updates. Right. But Sweet. we do have new trailers that have been released. Yeah. Okay. So this on. this probably is my favorite section is talking about movie trailers. Um, okay. And we have some good ones. So the first one, I think I sent this to y'all actually in the group DM. Um, mm-hmm. The trailer for the movie The Eyes of Tammy Faye starring Jessica Chastain and Andrew Garfield. And I think this is based on true story uh, or based on... It is. So Tammy Faye is a real person. Okay. It, it's based on real people. We don't. Who's to say how yeah. accurate it's going to be? But I imagine that to a certain extent there will be, I mean, there'll be some levels of accuracy to it because it's about Tammy Faye and kind of the empire that she and Jerry uh, Falwell created. So, yeah, I, I, I didn't know. I don't know anything about the characters in the story or the real life people, but mm-hmm. it looks it looks really fun. Um, Jessica Chastain does not look very, <sighs> and Andrew Garfield. Jessica Chastain more so does not look recognizable at all. No, and I think I was I was going through as I was creating this uh this agenda for us today. I went back through our like group message on Twitter, and I was like, 
I even said that I did not recognize Jessica Chastain until they said it was Jessica Chastain. I was like, oh, that's who that is. Okay. Yeah, that's so that should be a fun one to watch. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I like Andrew Garfield as a lot a lot as an actor as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually absolutely love him as Eduardo in the social network. That's like his, he was the best so role good. of all time. Yeah, he was yeah. so good. I think everybody in that that movie was just incredible, but I think Andrew Garfield, he stole all the scenes he was in for sure. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, that that's gonna be really, really interesting to watch. I imagine that's probably one we'll do we'll cover yeah i think that'll be a fun one to cover i yeah i think i said this before but i always am intrigued in, in stories like this about religion and christian mm-hmm. especially when they're so extreme um, yeah yeah this one yeah. will definitely be one i'll actually be watching like not like god's not dead that's extreme <laughs> in the other direction the, uh, yeah the other direction i think this is very much like prosperity gospel which <laughs> is not the gospel so yeah it'll be great all right, so the other trailer, which I have not watched, I saw a lot of people talking about it, but I yeah. didn't watch the, tra- the trailer for it. Was uh, there's a new Nick Cage movie coming out, um, and it's called Pig. Mm-hmm. And, I haven't watched it yet. Okay, I haven't watched it either. It had the internet world buzzing. Um, yeah, I think everybody is just like the way people are, love Keanu Reeves. They have that Nick Cage has that same effect. Like they can do no wrong, and I don't blame them for loving. Yeah, Nick Cage. I think I feel like. Nick Cage is a a more overtly neurotic version of Keanu Reeves. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Yeah, that... yeah, for sure it does. Like, like I feel like he can just play unhinged so well. Yeah, Keanu Reeves is a lot more subtle. Yeah, definitely. yeah. I think I think Keanu Reeves could probably be a little neurotic, but not quite. He, yeah, I think he's way more subtle than than Nick Cage. But yeah, it'll be interesting. It's got Alex Wolf in it. Who? Yep. Do you remember the Naked Brother Brothers band? Yes, I do. Alex was in that with his brother. Really? Yeah, Nat, Nat Wolf. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, that should be interesting. Yeah. Um, so and- it'll it'll be something for sure. Yeah. So he's like, is he playing like some wilderness guy in this movie? I have no idea what this movie is about. Okay. But I've seen. So I follow. So Neon is the production company that's yeah, putting it out. They put and out a lot of good stuff. They've put out a lot of good stuff. Didn't they put out Parasite? Yeah, I think they're like a boutique label. They put out really like, you know, like cult-like movies. They did put yeah. out Parasite. They did the remaster of Memories of Murder on Blu-ray. They, okay. They're very they, much in that cult realm. They did uh, Portrait of a Lady on Fire. I feel I compare them to kind of um, like an A24 production Yeah, company. like A24, Arrow, um, For Home Media. Uh, yeah. yeah they're, they're, they're awesome. So I follow Neon. I, anyway, I follow Neon on Twitter, and they they said that, or they tweeted that it's like supposed to be told in three acts, and I don't know what that means, but it's okay. like I think Nick Cage's character is one act, and then Alex Wolf's character is another act, and then the pig, whose name is Brandy, is the like another act. So I don't know what any of that means. I guess watching the trailer probably would have been a a good okay. idea before the, that but. that kind of i don't know why i just thought when when you said the three act when it's going to be split up in a three act movie it's one of the best three act movies and i don't know if it is the best because i don't know if i like third act have you seen the place beyond the pines i haven't actually uh, okay because i was about to spoil it um it's okay. very good it's definitely very good um, okay brian gosling plays bradley really Cooper's good in it? bradley cooper is in it i'm trying to remember who the actresses were it's been a minute 
it's Dane DeHaan uh, is in it as well. Who is it? Uh, Dane DeHaan, the, the the kid from Chronicle. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Green Goblin in the Amazing Spider-Man movies. Yeah. Uh, Eva. Oh yeah, Eva Mendes. That's Mendes. right. Yep. I was that's like, right. I, it's yep. not Longoria. I know it's not Longoria. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because that's that's where they met. That's where Ryan right. Gosling and Eva Mendez yeah. met. And then she was like, "Yeah, I I never thought about getting married until I met Ryan Gosling." And every <laughs> woman is like, "Well, yeah, I would also think about marrying Ryan Gosling if he that's was funny. remotely interested in me." That's funny. Um, but anyway, yeah, that's another three act movie that's a lot of film nerds like, and they don't like the third act for some reasons. And you would probably have formulate some kind of opinion when you watch it okay. as well. Okay. What are what are some other three act movies like that? Uh, I don't know off the top of my head, honestly. Because I know they're specifically, seen yeah, like split up like that. Well, uh, uh, Pulp Fiction is like that. Yeah, I think. But That's it's not right. three acts. It's, it's like just it's, it's like it's, set up as chapters, yeah, right? And Tarantino does that a lot with all all of his yeah. movies. Because uh, I, I guess technically Kill Bill. Well, yeah, Kill Bill. Is also like Eight that. is like four chapters, I believe. Okay. Which apparently there was a Netflix release of the Hateful Eight. Did you ever hear about that? With the, that was like at- the extended version, right? The extended cuts. Cut yeah, whatever. it's like yeah. an hour long, and there's four episodes. Okay. I don't know. I like the movie. Four hours is a little bit much. I finally did watch Zack Snyder though. The, the Justice League. Oh, the the, the Snyder cut. It took me three days to finish it, but That's I fair. enjoyed it. That's uh, another really, one that does acts. Yeah, I, I enjoyed the last hour of the movie. It took a little bit to yeah. get going, but um, I wasn't surprised there. I think they, they, he did really good, and I, I did, I'm not gonna say I hate a Flash. I did not like Flash that much in the original. Uh, okay, there's not very many redeeming qualities from the, the original cut, but I loved him in the Zack Snyder cut. Yeah, like, he's probably my favorite part of the movie. He was much more kind of like the very like the kind You're of like right. the nerdy yeah. not necessarily like because in the first one he's like super socially awkward i think yeah and and he is in this but not to the point where you're thinking is he okay like, yeah and you get to see him i think him? i think that bounces out better in this one because you get to see him be more of a hero um there yes. are a couple more scenes where he gets to show off his his, his heroic side which i really right. enjoyed and cyborg as well was awesome uh, yes i I love Cyborg. I like Cyborg because uh, I watched Teen Titans as a kid. Yeah, that is so good. The original Teen Titans is like one of the best animated yes, shows. Yes, absolutely. It's so good. The, the storyline is really good. Um. Anyway, so I really like Cyborg because of that show. And yeah. so I was really bombed when yeah. Cyborg was not what I wanted him to be. Right. But much better in the Snyder Cut. Yep, I agree. All right. So. Okay, so this is one I just learned about reading this agenda it just is, came out today okay so there's a tr- new trailer or a trailer for a new documentary called val from a24 that is being released well the trailer is already out um and it's val kilmer telling his life story through all the footage he has as he captured his life behind the scenes yeah that's so gonna be incredible i think you, i haven't seen the trailer like but i love val kilmer he's in like okay. all my favorite 80s and 90s movies um and of course he had everything going on with his personal life so i think this is going to be a pretty incredible documentary yes um, i've not seen the trailer for it yet but i'm already on board uh, i'm gonna I'm, i'll send it to you and isaac Sweet. on instagram 
but yeah, it's it's really good. It, I mean, it seems like it's going to be really good. It's going to be released in theaters, but also released on Prime, I think, in Perfect. August. Nice. I think it's coming out in theaters sometime this month, but it's going to be released on Amazon Prime in, in August. So, but yeah, he, I, I think it's going to be really interesting. And I think it's going to give people maybe a, a different perspective of him that they yeah. maybe didn't have before. And so right. I, I'm excited because he man what a run he had yeah he was like the prototypical 90s action movie star um then he had a bunch of things go on his personal life kind of fell off the scene um, yeah recent years but that that would be very cool to see the documentary about that and Mm -hmm. sounds like it's going to be firsthand um Mm -hmm. so yeah I'm, i'm really excited for that yeah me too all right so Oh yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I was just gonna say the trailer for the harder they fall yes. was released. Did you see I, that? Yeah, I saw this one. Um, yeah, I, this looks so good. It looks uh, so good. What a cast! It's got yeah. it's got our King, Regina King, Idris Elba, Jonathan Majors, Zazie Beetz, Delroy Lindo, Lakeith Stanfield. I mean, what more do you want in a cast? Yeah, it, this is gonna be awesome. I mean, like an action western movie too. Yeah. It's, it's gonna be killer. There was the scene of Idris Elba. It looked like they were like breaking him out of a little jail mm-hmm. in on the on train, the train. moving yeah. train. That and he just like breaking out and like them just shooting up all the people that were on the train. His gang. It yeah. This looks really good. It it looks really good. There was one interesting shot that I feel like I, you don't see a whole lot from the like on the trailer at least. And it's Zazie Beats has like a shotgun and she's moving it, but the camera looks like it's from the end of the shotgun. So oh, like, yeah. as she moves the shotgun, the camera yeah. moved. And I was like, oh, that's what an interesting yeah. like the first choice. Person, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I I don't I I'm very intrigued by this this western that we're gonna get. Um it's Netflix so, too, right? It's a Netflix one okay. as well. So yeah, Netflix has been stepping their game up with their releases. Oh. Yeah. They, because I think earlier this year they said they were going to release multiple movies every week, and they have. It's been overwhelming how many movies they've released every <laughs> week, and it's just I because I follow them on on social media and I see what they, you know, this movie's out coming out this this day, and I'm just thinking, how are yeah. people keeping up with this? Yeah, it, it's honestly crazy. Um, because there are people that I I try to stay in tune on Twitter and people are always talking like about like the Netflix movie of the week and mm-hmm. I'm like I had no idea what that movie is but everyone is talking about it and has seen it apparently two days after yeah. it came out so um, yeah that's gonna be very good I'm gonna I'm gonna enjoy seeing that as well that's this year yes that's coming out I honestly let me check I should have I probably should have looked up the release dates for all of this but you know it is what it is. Uh, it is coming out. Do do do. It says twenty twenty one. No, give me an actual date. Oh, it just doesn't say. It says okay. in select theaters and on Netflix coming soon. Okay, hopefully that that'll be this year. I don't see Netflix releasing a movie trailer that far then, in advance. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Are there any other major trailers that we need to talk about? Uh, trailers, trailers. Let me look through here. I don't think I have anything else on the trailer department. We can jump into the casting calls. Okay. Well, I think 
Let's see. This is one that I had that I didn't see on the agenda, and I think okay. it's going to be pleasing to some to y'all and some of the listeners. So Damien Chazelle has a new movie coming out called Babylon, and the cast so far originally is, was Brad Pitt and Margot Robbie. Since this was announced 12 days ago, we now mm-hmm. have Olivia Wilde, Spike Jones, Phoebe Tonkin, and Tobey Maguire joining the cast. Oh yeah, that is that is exciting. I yeah, I'm very intrigued. Do we know what it's about? I could probably tell you here in about two seconds. Okay. Um, yeah, that's a that's a cast right there. Uh, I think, I mean, just it was originally announced Brad Pitt and Margot Robbie. Yes. And then yes. they've added to they've that added, sense. Yeah. So here's here's what the Hollywood Reporter is saying the movie is about. Okay. Written by Chazelle and set in the late 1920s during the movie industry's transition from silent films to talkies, Babylon explores the rise and fall of multiple characters around town. The project has been described as the Great Gatsby on steroids. Oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> Which, uh, All right. Toby Maguire was in a Great Gatsby retelling. He was in Great Gatsby, yeah. Which... That was a lot of green screen, way too much green screen for my brain to comprehend. Who directed that again? Baz Luhrmann. No, he did the original, didn't he? I was going to say Baz Luhrmann, but I think Baz yeah. Luhrmann did the original. Unless he did the this one as well. Because he he does like kind of over the top stuff. Like yeah, that. he did like uh, Australia. He's done like, I think he does like music. He did Moulin Rouge. He did Rome. do. He did he, do this new one? Yeah. 2013? The one that came out when we were in high school. You're right. Yeah, he did. He oh, okay. that one. So someone else did the original. Yeah. Well, the original was back way long time ago, so there's no way right. the old one. Okay. Yeah, he also did the the 1996 Romeo and Juliet with Leonardo Leo, DiCaprio yeah. and Claire Danes. He did Moulin Rouge, Australia. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. But anyway. yeah, that 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 green screen in that movie was. Like a lot, and I I don't remember liking it all that much. But the soundtrack, the was soundtrack, amazing. yeah, yeah amazing. probably best part of the movie. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, let's see what other casting calls do we have. Taylor Swift is going to be joining Margot Robbie and Christian Bell and David O. Russell's next movie. There's a bunch of people in that movie too, though. Yeah, right? David O. Russell, he. He's kind oh, of I like all of his, yeah, and all. Oh, really? I I actually saw a tweet the other day that said apparently he is like just so hard to work with on set. Okay, I think actually I did hear that I believe, and I think it was like a ruckus because I I could completely be making this up, but I imagine the set with him and Christian Bale on American House. I think that was the one. Yeah, when you have those Christian two Bale. very strong personalities. Yeah, but, but I was gonna I say. Mean, I didn't know he was uh, in a little controversial like that. I think it's because it's that's why, not because yeah. he's like you know sexually assaulting <laughs> right. or, or doing anything yeah. weird or predatory. It's he's just maybe a little okay. difficult to work. I was going to credit him for having movies with very good ensemble casts. Yeah, like incredible well, ensemble casts. So here's the rest of this. I went to IMDb to look up the rest of this cast. Okay. It's Margot Robbie, Anya Taylor Joy, uh, Alessandro. Nivola, who he was in American Hustle, he was in Face Off. 
I think he's in he's in something Oh, I think else I know who that has, is. Yeah, I think yeah. Is. Timothy Oliphant, Zoe Saldana, Christian Bale, Robert De Niro, John David Washington, Rami Malek, Michael Shannon, Jeez. Mike Myers, Chris Rock, wow. like Taylor Swift. This I mean Yeah, I imagine a lot of those will be like little probably, roles where they'll pop up in like one scene and just like, hey, that's Taylor Swift right there. But the, yeah, he that that's a absolutely loaded cast. Absolutely. What was the last movie he did? Did he do okay? I get for some reason I get him and Adam McKay mixed up. His last movie was Hold Please, Hold Please. He did not do Vice. That is Adam. He McKay. that was Adam McKay. Okay. The last movie he directed, the last big one, well, the last feature film was Joy, which came out in 2015. That's it had right. Jennifer Lawrence, Robert De Niro, Bradley Cooper. About the mop. Yeah, it's thing. She she created I think she did create the mop. The miracle mop, is that what it's called? Something like that. Yeah, I I had zero desire to see that. I remember that movie now. That had been a while since that one's come out. Yeah, I I, I actually saw that in the movie theater. <laughs> it was like it was kind of random. But what's interesting to me about that is that this the story for that or, or one of the screenwriters is annie moo molo who co-wrote bridesmaids with kristen wig oh wow. and it just feels very different than yeah than bridesmaids so anyway yeah i uh what happened to jennifer lawrence does she do movies anymore did she just retire she, i don't think she necessarily retired she did have a baby okay and so I think she's, you know, really leaning into the mom life. Uh, she was in Dark Phoenix. Dark Dark Phoenix. She was in Red Sparrow, which the spy movie, Russian spy. Yeah, movie. and then yeah. she was in Mother before that, and she was in Passengers before that, which was that movie with. Chris <laughs> I heard Pratt. that movie was very Trash. borderline, like Chris Pratt doing things that are illegal. Oh, gross! I don't like that. Like that. as in. He slept with it was the whole, you know, the Wonder Woman Gal Gadot. Oh, okay. It was yeah. a similar okay, the, okay. similar circumstances, I believe. Yeah. Um. Her I mean, her IMDB page says that she's got seven upcoming projects. Um one of them one of them is called Zelda, and it says Zelda Fitzgerald, which makes me think that uh. she's playing Mrs. F. Scott Fitzgerald. Um, I thought she was going to be in the Zelda video game movie. Doesn't it? Doesn't look like yeah, it. Sorry. She also. It also says untitled Jennifer Lawrence slash Amy Schumer project, which I probably uh, will not watch. She's yeah, I think be we talked a, about Amy Schumer before. I'm I'm not an Amy Schumer fan. Yeah. Oh, she has a movie coming out and had a McKay movie actually okay. with Leonardo DiCaprio, Timothy Chalamet, Kate Blanchett. Ariana Grande, Ron Perlman, Matthew wow. Perry, Meryl Streep. What a cast. Jonah Hill. Uh, it's going to be a, ne- it's a Netflix movie. And it's the one, I'm sure you probably saw the pictures of it, but it's the one where people are like, oh, Leonardo DiCaprio looks unrecognizable. That's the movie. With a weird beard. Yes. Yeah. He's seeing it like yeah, a dinner he's got table. The weird, yeah. It's like obvious it's a fake beard. Anyway. So. Speaking of. Okay, interesting. Well, I I like Jennifer Lawrence. Um, 
I, I enjoyed her in The Hunger Games. I enjoyed her portrayal of Mystique in the X-Men movies as well. Yeah, me too. So speaking of Ron Perlman, uh, this is a tie-in to some other movie news we have. So in addition to Anthony Ramos and Dominic Fishback joining the seventh installment of the Transformers franchise, that's called Transformers Rise of the Beasts. We also have Ron Perlman joining it as the voice of Optimus Primal. Um, I'm not familiar with this storyline of Transformers. Okay. But I've seen some of the pictures, and it looks like it's something right down my alley that I will be there for midnight release. Yeah, I I was curious about that whenever we... I, I don't remember who sent it first in our group message, but whenever we yeah. first saw that news, I was curious what your thoughts were on that, Yeah, uh, if you had seen that. Yeah, I cartoon. right. I hadn't seen this particular storyline, um, but I think anything more, any more Transformers, like I'm gonna be there for. I'm right. I don't know if this is wrong, but I'm a big Transformers guy. Um, and I, mean, I, I highly recommend. Like, I do understand that majority of Transformers movies are trash, but Bumblebee is actually a very good movie. If you like, I've heard a lot of people say that. Yeah, if you like the Iron Giant or et or stories like that bumblebee is a very good very good movie um and actually has a scene on cybertron and it's so awesome um and uh as Haley seinfeld who plays very good who, who we love yeah yeah i highly recommend it it's actually a good movie don't even judge okay. on the merit of the other transformers movies i yeah i've heard that for a lot of people it stands out as being one of the better yep, transformers definitely. movies I think it has um, like it's definitely the best story. It doesn't. It's not like military and people just running around blowing crap up. There's actually a story in it. Um, did Michael Bay have anything to do with? I think he he well, did produce it. Okay, but I don't think he he had too much involvement with it. Okay. But who knows anymore at this point? He he always comes back to Transformers. He's like, I think he was supposed to be done after three. Then he pumped out another two or four. I don't know anymore at this point. Two how many four. there are. There's been so many. This is, this is a seventh. Yes. Yeah, okay. So, one is so seventh. there's been six in the Wahlberg universe. Um, yeah. Uh, I, that, those are not good, but I still enjoy it <laughs> for some reason. All right. Hey, so, you know what? You enjoy what you enjoy sometimes. So yeah, who's, yeah. Who am I to question it? Right, so. right. What other casting news do we have, Olivia? Uh, well, one that I'm super excited about is Issa Rae is going to be joining the Spider-Verse, and she's going to be in the sequel voicing Jessica Drew, a.k.a. Spider-Woman. Okay. And I just, Issa Rae, so, she's so talented, she's so funny, she's so good. Uh, and I, I really like her because she, she really just kind of started, you know, like she started doing like sketches on YouTube basically oh, wow. you want to talk about a come up and now she's got her own show she's producing all kinds of stuff now on like hbo and she, i haven't watched insecure but everyone i know who has yeah. watched it is has said it's really great uh she is a producer on this show called a black lady sketch show which is on hbo and it's really funny and, and i am just like man everything she does is is great so i'm excited to see her or i guess yeah into the, into the spider verse that also had a very good cast like, yes an incredible cast yes um but yeah that movie took the whole world by storm when it came mm-hmm. out 
yeah. it's, the animation was like something that we hadn't seen before and the music the acting voice acting it was i mean it all came together to make like a perfect movie it it genuinely is one of my favorite movies of all time i think mm-hmm. so oh yeah. yeah it's it's so good um, it's been a while since I've seen it, so I, I need to revisit that as well. Yeah, I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, I should revisit this. It's just one of the good. It's just like a good comfort movie. Uh, it really is. Uh, I think I don't know if Isaac and I have talked about this on Mike, but something he and I have talked about as far as Spider Verse is like, it's kind of like chicken soup. It's just it's just good. Yeah, you know, I 100 uh, agree. So, so yeah, uh, another big. I, big casting announcement is Jonathan Majors is going to play. Oh yes, Michael B. Yeah. Jordan's adversary in Creed Three. Yeah, this is going to be awesome. Jonathan Majors is up and coming actor. He's already had some really great roles as well. Yeah, um, I think a lot of people are going to be learning his name in, in the next couple of years. In, yeah, in his face. Oh, yeah. he's he's really good on screen. He has he has a really nice charisma about him, and him in Creed yes. Three is going to be awesome. Um, well, and it's going to be cool because, like, I, it's going to be interesting to see him kind of play someone who's not like a your European like, meathead. Like, yeah, well, yes, that. But I was going to say, I feel like he kind of always plays the kind of the lovable good guy. Oh, uh, yes, yes. Or like kind of the hero. So him playing basically the villain will be very, very yeah. interesting, I think. So, yeah, I actually, <laughs> there was a. Creed got brought back up in the news circle because uh, Michael B. Jordan's character, Adonis' Creed's mom, is played by uh, what's her name from the Cosby show? And yeah, the, we don't. We, oh, yeah, she, I don't even want yeah, to talk she, about she put some controversial yeah. statements out there, and Creed was getting some stray bullets. Um, Man. Yeah, they need to, if there's some way to edit Creed, because um, that is kind of an eyesore now in Creed yeah but anyhow yeah creed anyway. 3 have you seen you've seen the creed movies right i actually ha- i've never seen any of the rocky movies oh, or creed movies goodness yeah I love creed. creed 1 is i legitimately cried in that movie and i'm tearing up right now thinking about it it's such okay movie. yeah everyone i know who has said it like like uh all of the guys in my small group <laughs> through church whenever i said that to him they were like okay go home right now and watch all of them. Just yeah. stop what you're doing. Drop all your responsibilities. You need to watch, watch them all. Rocky four um, has like one of the best soundtracks of all time. Really? Yeah. It's just classic, just eighties classic rock music. It's incredible. Um, oh, okay. But yeah, I love Creed one. Um, I just love the whole Rocky. I think I said this before. Rocky is like what was like one of those movies that my dad raised me on. So I have a, big attachment to the character of Rocky and Sylvester okay. Stallone. Okay. So seeing Creed like 15 years later with my dad, uh, it was, I loved it so much. So That's really sweet. Yeah, I love Creed. <laughs> so I'm excited for Creed 3. I love Creed 2 as well. Tess Thompson also plays the love interest and, of I yeah. think, wife of uh, Michael B. Jordan. She kills it as well. She was very, yes. very good actually. She's one of the standouts in the movie. Really? Yeah. She's so good. Yeah, she is incredible. Just very, very talented. Yeah. Uh, so moving moving on to other casting casting calls, Kate Blanchett, Jamie Lee Curtis, oh, Kevin Hart, right. Forian. Mo- I don't even know how to pronounce that name. Sorry, Forian. Do you know how to pronounce that? Mon- Montesquieu? No, it's not Montesquieu. <laughs> <laughs> <I don't know>. Shakespeare. <laughs> 
Um, yeah. Jack Black, Ariana Greenblatt, and Edgar Ramirez will be in the upcoming Eli Roth film Borderlands, which is based upon the video game series. Have you ever played the game? Yeah, I, I love Borderlands. We played that. Okay. Actually, we played that very recently. Um, it's a it's a great video game. Actually, a very good storyline within it too. Here's my thing with Borderlands. This movie. So, a little background. Kate Blanchett is supposed to be playing the character of Lilith, and Kevin Hart is playing the character of Roland. Mm-hmm. Lilith and Roland are love interests in the movie or in the video game. Okay. So, just think about that in the movie. We have Kate Blanchett and Kevin Hart playing love interests. I don't know how that dynamic is going to play out on screen, but I don't think it can be taken seriously um, I feel like, like it is in the video game. <laughs> yeah. Also, I'm just thinking about the height difference because in my mind, yes, Kate Blanchett exactly. is, is t- she's. A, I want to say she's, she's pretty a tall. Queen, yeah, she's but I don't tall. know for sure. Um, yeah, it is still it's uh, horrendous. I'll see it, but and here's the other thing: Roland in the video games completely jacked, just carries around rocket launchers all day, and just like destroys aliens with his bare hands. Then we have once again Kevin Hart playing him, and all I can see is Kevin Hart from jumanji so right yeah okay Kate blanchett is five eight and a half <laughs> so not quite a, a tall queen as i would i wouldn't dub her a tall tall queen but she's taller than the average yeah woman, that's so. definitely per, definitely taller than kevin hart yeah taller than kevin hart jamie lee curtis though as dr tanith i think is her name is gonna be pretty cool i love jamie lee curtis jamie big lee jamie curtis lee. is so yeah. good yeah for sure yeah, she's for awesome sure. have you seen the halloween movies I've seen, I think I've seen one, the very first, first one? one. Okay, that's a good one. That's the one to see. There are some of the other ones are actually pretty good as well. I uh, That is the one to see. Again, I, see, I think I've seen part of it. I don't think I've seen it all in its entirety. Okay. But again, big, big scaredy cat. Yeah. So, so it's you. Do you like slash? Can you do slashers or? I think no I think I could probably watch them now as an adult, but as a 12, 13 year old, when all my friends went through their scary movie phase. I don't think I, I could have yeah, handled it. I don't blame you. I so. did. I stayed away from scary movies for like a solid five years after accidentally watching one of the Final Destination movies one time. Oh, I mean that'll get you. I still can't. If I'm on the highway and I see a truck with like lumber <laughs> in it, no, I'm yeah. going around that as fast as possible. It's a good call. Good call. So, uh, yeah, I think we've got we've got a couple more. Okay, Michelle Yeoh has been cast in the Witch Blood Origin series, which is a prequel to i say the witch the witcher my bad okay i didn't type that correctly the witcher it's a prequel series um michelle yo is legend yeah Yeah. she is a living legend for sure um i did not watch the witcher with army hammer um not army hammer henry cavill yeah um i heard it was very good though Everyone I know, again, everyone I know who's watched it has said it's really good. I don't know anything about The Witcher. I don't know anything about the books or the video game series. Yeah. I, which I think is one of the reasons why I was like, I don't, I, I just can't, I can't do it. Yeah. But I've heard it's, it's really interesting. Yeah. It's, uh, it is good. I played one of the video games. Henry Cavill's character is like, is the main guy. And mm-hmm. he's like, He's a pretty interesting character um, in the video game. So, I, yeah, I, I can see how the, the TV show is very good. Um, so this, but with M- Michelle Yeoh, this is going to be awesome. She's, yeah. I'll pretty much watch anything that she's in. She's going to be in this new movie coming out. It's a Netflix movie, and it's got Karen Gillan, um, 
Angela Bassett. Oh, you showed the trailer for this, right? Yeah, I think yeah. I think I sent you guys the trailer, and it's called Gunpowder Milkshake. Yeah, that yeah, looks and awesome. Paul Giamatti's in it. It it looks really good. I'm I'm very excited about the cast. So hopefully it'll just be, if nothing else, I hope it's a fun action movie. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and then I think our last casting call is that. Shursa Ronan, Paul Mescal, and Lakeith Stanfield have been cast in a film called Foe, which is going to be directed by Garth Davis, and it's an adaptation of Ian Reid's best-selling science fiction novel. I don't really know anything about it, but okay. I am here for that cast. Paul Mescal, I think I'm saying his name correctly. I very well could uh-huh. be saying it wrong. He was in um, he was in this show on Hulu called Normal People, which was apparently really good it it follows this couple i think trying to figure out their relationship and apparently it was just it just got you right in the feels so anyway we'll uh see how that goes i love lakeith stanfield and uh shursa so yeah i i I don't know if i've seen much of Shursa Ronan's movies just because they're not normally movies I would watch, but it would That's be fair. cool to see her um in something like science fiction. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. He uh or she she's in Ladybird, which was Greta Gerwig's first movie, and it was it was so good. I oh, I loved okay. Ladybird. And she's also she was in the newest adaptation of Little Women. That was yes. Greta's second second movie so also really good there i'm sure you probably saw the the women uh gif or like video that went around on twitter a couple years ago when that movie was and like that's really funny whenever i see it but that speech that monologue she gives is so so fantastic it makes me cry every time so nice anyway but let's move on to to releases for 2021 so okay movies coming to a theater near you or i guess a this movie is all coming out this month yeah isn't that crazy wow okay yeah let, let, fire them off let's go so this has already come out since this is we're doing this july 6th and not on the first uh no sudden move was released on hbo max july 1st it's directed by steven soderbergh yep. and it features john john don Cheadle. Benicio Del Toro, David Harbour, John Hamm, Brendan Fraser, Julie Fox, and Kieran Culkin. Uh, I haven't watched it yet. Have you? I I haven't watched it yet, but I really want to because I love Soderbergh, and I believe this is a heist movie. And I think he's I never think made a, a bad heist. heist. Yeah, he's never made a bad heist movie. Okay. Like he's the master of heist movies. Okay. Like you have yeah. Oceans, you have. Um, uh, what's the redneck movie? I can't think of that. I have Logan Lucky. Absolutely oh, love oh Logan Lucky. I forgot he did that. Yeah, yeah Logan Lucky yeah. is really good. So, so yeah, yeah he, he he's very good with yeah. ice movies. So I'll, ex- I'll definitely I'm be checking this out. It. And it's on HBO Max. So very it is on to HBO watch. Max. So and it's an HBO Max original. It, it's not one of those things where they are releasing it on HBO Max for thirty days and also releasing cool. it in theaters. Yeah. So it's not going to go away after. 30 days and then come back three months later so nice uh for finally getting black widow this, after all this, this movie time. yeah this movie feel like it's supposed to come out like three years ago it yeah i 
I don't remember what the like the OG OG original date was. It was supposed to come out, I think, in April of last year, and then they pushed okay. it back to May, and they pushed it back to like September or fall of or October of last year, sometime in the fall. And then they everyone was like, just Disney, just put it on Disney Plus and make it a premiere thing so we can just pay for it so we can finally see it. And they're doing that, but they're also releasing in theaters. Uh, this will be so you will be able to buy on demand. Yes, you will be able to buy it on demand. It'll be the premiere access thing that Disney's done, Disney Plus has done, which I think is thirty dollars. I don't know I for sure. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it will be released in theaters as well. I'm I'm excited about yep. it. I've uh, yeah, there's a re- the review embargo has been lifted, and I think it's overly positive. Um, yeah, most part. So, yeah, right, yeah. And there was what was that guy's name? He was in Blade. Oh, but he, shoot. yeah, he, he was, was in a. Like, he was in True Detective season. He was actually very good in True Detective season three. What um, was his name? Yeah, he was. Uh, basically, he had said, and we can jump in a little bit. This would this could have been for the month, the next month of movie news, but he said yeah. basically said that. He feels sorry for Scarlett Johansson having to be in this crap piece of crap movie. He would rather be working than up and coming director trying to find the next Francis Ford Coppola. Yeah, something like it, that. It was it, his name, Stephen Dorff. Yes, actually, yeah. he's, he's very in, good. He's, he plays the Kubrick. That's who he said. Oh, next he said Stanley Kubrick. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, he's actually he plays a vampire and like Blade mm-hmm. Two. Was it was it the original Blade? I can't. remember. I think it was the first Blade. But uh. Anyway, but he was actually very good in True Detective season three with Mahershala. Mahershala. Um, oh, Mahershala. That's the one that set in Arkansas. Arkansas. Shot in okay, Arkansas. Set and shot yeah. in Arkansas. He was actually he was very very good in it. So I give him a little bit of a. I'm not. That's not enough to give him a pass. But I mean, everybody has their own opinions. Yes. Yeah. He he was also in a Limp Biscuit music video. So really, yeah, but it was like back in the '90s when Limp Biscuit was really cool and and everyone was like all about him. Yeah. But like before our time, really, because we were children. Yep. So anyway. Yeah. But... He. Yeah. He. I mean, everybody is entitled to their own opinion, even if they're yeah, wrong. So yeah. Uh, but Florence Pugh is going to be in it. Have you yeah. seen anything with Florence Pugh? You've I've seen Mar. Yeah, that was a trip. What a Apparently, there's an extended cut of that, like a f- three-hour, four-hour oh, extended cut. Oh, for real? Yeah, oh I, I don't know if I want to see it, but I kind of want to see it. I kind of want to see it. I can imagine. That would be the only reason I'd watch it again. I, right. I really liked it, but I don't know if I'd ever watch yeah, it again. Yeah, I don't know Just... if I'd watch it again. It was definitely, like, a fun theater experience. I remember there was an old couple. She, I don't know what they were thinking walking into this, but it had been a couple, like, in their 60s or 70s. They were enjoying it more than like these teenage kids that are sitting next to us. They're like, mm-hmm. they were not, I did, I could tell they were not a fan of it, but the couple old couples sitting in front of us enjoyed it. And I was like, wow. Okay. I respect it. I respect wow. it. Wow. Okay. Good for, good for the old couple. Yeah. Yeah. Cinephiles, you know, old cinephiles. Yeah, we, we love to see it. Yeah. Uh, well, so this one's for the kids, kids at home, LeBron James and the oh, Tunes right, join voices, right. voices, Forces and Space Jam: A New Legacy, which is coming out on July sixteenth. You are not a LeBron fan, correct? Yeah, I was a LeBron fan. He's some. He's made some comments outside the basketball realm that make me 
question him as a person, but um, I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. So Okay. Yeah. We can go down that rabbit hole after we finish yeah. recording because I would yeah. love to hear your thoughts. But <laughs> a lot of people, I feel like people are super mixed on, on this. Yeah. I guess we'll see what happens. This is going to be another movie that HBO max releases yep. for the first 30 days and will also be released in theaters um i think this will probably just be it'll if nothing else it'll be a good movie for parents to take their kids to to go see you know i, I did see in like the latest trailer they released <laughs> there's a clip in the trailer that showed i think lebron in the game winning shot and showed the scoreboard and it said final and it had like the final score on it and everything Oh really? Yeah, it was like fourteen hundred to like twelve hundred or something oh, like that. Oh gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I. I mean, I'm probably gonna go see it solely for the fact that Diana Taurasi is gonna be in it, yeah. and she's she's the goat. So yes. yes. Uh. Anyway. That's yeah, it's probably... got a stellar cast of basketball stars. Yeah. It, so. I mean, just yeah, just a stellar cast. So anyway, also coming out on July 16th, the new Nick Cage movie Pig. So. Okay. We'll, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Yep. So, uh, M. Night Shyamalan's newest oh, thriller, Old, comes out. Yes, I am. This might be my most excited. Like, I'm probably most excited for this out of all the movies on here. This looks like a trip. It it I it's gonna be a trip for sure. It, yeah. I mean, it's it's M. Night. It's always a trip. Yeah, you know? it looks like he's going back to his old days of like Six Sense and Science for this. I'm. I think I'll definitely see this one in theaters for sure. Yeah, this feels this feels vintage. Yeah, for him for sure. With especially yeah, comparing it to the Sixth Sense or um, Signs, uh, yeah. Signs, which I think we've probably talked about this. That was one of the most scarring movies I watched as a child. Signs. Yeah, because I think I watched it because it came out with what, the Alien. Yes, it came yeah, out that in thing what, was. Yeah, it was in the early two thousands. I may have been nine or ten when I watched it, and it was so much it yeah, was so scary. the alien was definitely like top five aliens in the movie oh honestly. yeah for it sure. was so good uh yeah anyway snake eyes i'm super hyped for this as well i had no idea this was coming out this month yeah it's coming out on july 23rd as well henry golding is gonna be in it i am very excited about yeah, this i hope i hope it does good it has a really good cast yeah um I, yeah i remember being very excited about the cast They've been promoting the heck out of it. They really, um, I think that out of out of anything that's coming up, besides maybe Black Widow, yeah. this and maybe Looney, like her Space Jam, I think mm-hmm. that this has probably been the biggest and most widely promoted. Yeah. And I get it; it's it's part of a franchise type yeah. thing, so I think it's easier to promote those types of things. But I'm I'm excited. I think it's gonna be fun. Yeah, I'm excited as well. So, and then. July 30th, what a a day for movies, because we've got The Green Knight, we've got Jungle Cruise, we've got Stillwater, and The Suicide Squad. Now, out of these four, I imagine I can guess, you're most excited about Suicide Squad? I am. I I am intrigued by the Stillwater movie. I'm intrigued. I'm not, I don't know if I'm excited about it. That's exactly how I'm feeling which is why I said intrigued because mm-hmm. I could see that movie being very, very bad. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of worried it's going to be bad. Yeah. I do not care at all about the jungle cruise movie. That's what I might got, care a little bit just cause Emily Blunt, but Emily yeah. Blunt is in it. And I do love Emily Blunt. 
uh the rock is in it as well i think it's also got what is his name he was in i'm thinking of ending things he was in the friday night lights tv show he was in he played the the fbi agent or whatever kyle chandler no not kyle chandler because he did play Uh, jesse plemons that's his name ah okay because he was in judas and the black messiah right that's yeah yeah. like discount matt damon yeah discount yeah the the great value matt damon yeah um i think he's in jungle cruise too and i think he plays a bad guy and everyone's like this dude always plays a bad. oh guy. he's always playing the bad guy That's always playing the bad guy so he was in fargo season two where he played like this really overweight like husband of kirsten wig and kirsten wig is in it is in fargo she, you have to check out fargo like, okay it's well, because so he's married good. to uh, Kirsten Dunst. Oh, that is Kirsten. I got the Kirstens mixed up. Oh, okay. Kirsten Dunst in Fargo. And they okay, play husband and like, wife in that show. Oh, really? Yeah, yes. I don't think that they were together at the, the time. I got the Kirstens mixed they, up. They yeah. started dating around then or whatever. Yeah, they play, they play husband and wife in that. Oh, and, very nice. Yeah. 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 It's Fargo season two. Okay. I would say it's probably worth watching. They're like their own self-contained stories i was gonna say i think there is an anthology right yeah but okay. i would say to watch the first one as well because martin freeman and billy bob very good in it okay all right i feel like martin freeman's underappreciated at he least is. in america i think he yeah. i think britain oh, appreciates him 100 but i think in america we do not value martin yeah. freeman as much as yeah he he's he's really good in fargo like fargo season one is i don't know a lot of people talk about it. it's brilliant it's i think good. he was he was at least nominated. Yeah. I think him and Billy Bob they they did some rounds at the awards. For yeah, the I think he season. he received several uh, noms during that award season cycle. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Well, that's uh, I'll come into a theater near you. Do you want to head right. on over to Cancel Corner? All right. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. All right. Well, so I still haven't seen In the Heights yet, uh, and the. They're not necessarily canceled, but a lot of people were super pissed about the lack of Afro-Latin representation within In the Heights. Okay. And did you, I don't know if, I, I think I sent uh, you Yeah, I watched, the, I watched a video that was making the rounds. It, yeah. it was not a good look, but yeah, I don't know if the people that are getting canceled, like the director and writer, are the ones that should be getting canceled. I mean... There are people, their jobs are literally caster. Casting be, directors. Casting directors, and these two yeah. are not them. I'm Even though I'm sure they have a lot of input into it. but Sure, yeah. And, and it strikes me as odd that this was even something that happened because Lin-Manuel Miranda, who, of course, did Hamilton, That's that was his whole... That's what... Revolutionary really storyteller. Yeah, that yeah. really like put him on the map for the rest of America and the world because he was already doing Broadway. I mean, in the Heights came out before long before Hamilton did on Broadway, but um, I mean, there are all kinds of different people yeah. of different races and skin colors in Hamilton, the just the original cast. Right. Sure. So it's kind of surprising. I don't know what the original cast of in the Heights looked like, but yeah. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Yeah. I'm not gonna say too much on this one because I I don't know enough of the facts. Um, mm-hmm. But it was yeah. definitely a hot topic. It was on a Twitter, hot topic for Twitter sure. Twitter that for first a couple weekend. days. Yeah. Yeah. And, and someone someone said this, and I think that this is true. 
that we can be we can be both excited about the fact that there is this movie that is very much representing Latino culture and also be upset that there's a lack of diversity within the within the movie as well and so i think that 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 can be i think that's very true so anyway not John Chu, canceled. He, uh, i finally watched crazy rich asians i oh, enjoyed, did? enjoyed the hell out of it it was I so good it. it's i so, loved it, it. yeah yeah i'm really definitely good. gonna be revisiting it i think it's one of those comfort movies as well i yeah it was just cool seeing the culture and everything and <laughs> loaded cast actors and actresses oh such a good cast yeah so i'm excited for the second one so this, there's a second one coming out. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so cool. it's it's a I don't know how many yeah, books like are in books. the series, yeah. but there there's a I think there's like at least three. Okay. So anyway, but moving on to like people who should absolutely be canceled and put in prison. Let's talk about Drake <laughs> Bell. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. So this... I kind of saw talk about this one i did not look much into it though so basically he moved he's had a very weird past few years um he moved to mexico to try to become a singer there and while there he was basically he was arrested or charged with endangerment to to children i don't know what that means but Yeah, that's not a good look. Not um, a good look for the dude. Also, I was I saw a big this, fan of Drake and Josh. Drake and Josh was so funny. It was yeah. so good. Yeah. Um, and he was also he and uh, Josh Peck were both on the Amanda Show, which was like a sketch comedy with Amanda Bynes. Yeah. Which was so funny. Yeah. I Nickelodeon they had a lot of good. They had a, they the had day. a good run. Didn't they just release like a like a is it a new se- season of uh, Miranda Crossgroves show? iCarly. Yeah. Yeah. So they're like adults now. Uh, I mean, obviously yeah. they're adults, but it, it's basically them as adults revisiting and going back to iCarly. And I guess they're, they're doing that again. I can't imagine that being very good. I think they're actually writing it for the original fan base or the audience. So like, all like people our age now so it's not just it's not like they're going back and trying to make it for little kids or for you know middle schoolers they're actually writing it for 20 somethings because i think i I watched the trailer for it and her brother what is his name oh he's awesome like he's he's great yeah yeah he he said something about being pissed in the trailer or whatever and then marina cosgrove says bitch in a, in a scene so like it's oh, not i did see that going around yeah, as well. yeah, yeah yeah so yeah. i don't know that's funny that's i'm excited funny. i i hope it does well i like marina cosgrove but i haven't watched it yet so <laughs> um speaking of child stars kyle massey who played Corey and that's a raven and Corey in the house was also arrested oh no for with a, he was charged with a felony for immoral communication with a 13 year old. And I don't know what that means, but that does not sound good. Yeah, that's, uh, did not hear about this one, but I was also a big fan of That's So Raven back in the day. <laughs> Again, and he was funny in that too. Yeah, he was very funny. So, um, I don't know. I don't know yeah. what it is. I actually, I feel like I have an idea of like why a child starts have yeah. such a hard time. 
Yeah, it's tough. But... It doesn't excuse this kind of behavior. But... Right, right. Yeah. So did you did you see I... that Ellie Kemper issued an apology <laughs> statement? Yeah. Normally when I see like a big block of text like that, I'm not going to read all of it. I did, she see, I did see that she apologized so good on mm-hmm. her. Um, so that that's good. I, I, yeah, I, I don't think it was, I mean, it, what it, it was a bad look, but was it right? Was it wrong? Who knows? But yeah, again, I think we talked about this when we did it last month's roundup. Yeah. Oh, I, I think that if we could really make the argument that, you and I could have been can- like could be canceled because yeah. of our high school. You yeah. know, like like yeah. I, sometimes I, she was nineteen. Yeah, we all do. Yeah. Not that it necessarily excuses it. I it just I think we need to put some context around it. For sure, for sure. So, and, what's this last one about the Duke? <laughs> oh Lord! So I'm, I'm jumping in. Hello, oh, hey Isaac. What up? Welcome. I uh, wanted to ask. So is Ellie Kemper? She's uncanceled. Right, I, I she was in hot water. Uncanceled, but I think yeah. she's uncanceled. I think I think she has just kind of this bubbly, lovable personality about her, and then, which and might she, be her characters. And it back, it, she backs it up with the roles that she's had. You know, yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, I, I I'm one of the. Guys. I like I her a lot, so right. And I, I, don't know, I don't know if this is crappy of me, but I do separate the artist from the art. So I don't think that's necessarily. I don't think that's that makes you so crappy. I do enjoy stuff where there's crappy people in it and I do know that the person is crappy but I kind of still enjoy stories with, with crappy people in it so yeah I think it it there is a line though and like Roman Polanski is a great yes a yeah. great yeah and still admittedly hard for me to grapple with because Chinatown's like one of my favorite China movies. I was good I was literally gonna say Chinatown is a, a and that was before all that stuff happened um or before I don't want to be dismissive and say that stuff was terrible what what he did I but also like I watched the p- pianist with Jess a couple of years ago and did he do that? Yeah. He did oh, I didn't know that. And Brody's great in it and I was just like man like all these years later he is it's just weird. It's weird. It's conflicting. Um and I was a- I was able to flip flip that switch, but I still don't like feel great about yeah. And the same with like him and Woody Allen, I'm like I just can't I can't do it. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I'll ever go out of my way to watch a Woody Allen movie. Um, yeah, I don't. I think know. the I think one I... the one and it's kind of the equivalent of Polanski's Chinatown is um, Annie Hall. Okay. Did Annie he Hall do When Harry really Met good. Sally? No, that's Rob Reiner, I believe. That is Rob When Reiner. Harry Met Sally, I watched that for the first time in the fall. One of yeah. my favorite movies. Yeah. Like, that's not so Woody. That's Rob Reiner, right? Yep. I believe. Yeah, yeah, I think that's Rob Reiner. Who I I love. I love Rob yeah. Reiner. He's, yeah, he's, he's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think Ellie Kemper is uncanceled now. I don't know. I, I think she's been pretty pretty much staying out of yeah. media and stuff. I think it, this is another example of the Chris Pratt situation. I mean, stuff yeah. comes out that looks bad, but there's context and like, yeah, they literally did nothing. It's, it's, I think it's different than, I don't know if you guys have seen this, Eric, you may have seen this. It's different than the Rachel Nichols stuff who is an ESPN that is reporter. Bad, bad. And that's, right that's 
bad. And um, not even so a look. It's bad. Actually, bad. it's it's bad. It's actually bad. Uh, Isaac, Is it bad? I, it's bad. It's yeah. bad. It's okay. bad. It's because ESPN has been taking some gut punches lately. Yeah, they have, Ooh. and rightfully so. I mean, if you're gonna say that we're this you know company that loves diversity and is built on diversity, then then you got to back it up, and you can't you can't just have your you know this this white female reporter being recorded saying, "Oh well." This person with high was that was just a diversity hire. That was just so they can do diversity for diversity's sake. It's not. It's not, has nothing to do with the fact that Maria Taylor was a is is a fantastic anal- like analyst and yeah. and knows not only like one sport but knows multiple sports She's really well. She's very good. She's very good. Yep. So anyway, yep. that's a whole other thing. So. Oh, that was a great, great segment of cancel, cancel yeah. corner. Um, cancel corner. Some, some good entries for this month. We'll see what what next month brings us. Well, yeah, I'm let's sure. see what this this next. Especially month with a Fourth of July just happening two days ago. So yeah, can't wait to figure out what happened <laughs> when it comes out in the next couple of days. Yeah. So, uh, Richard Donner. Okay. Yeah. Rest this in is, peace. This is sad. R.I.P. Yeah. Uh, he directed. Superman, The Goonies, all of the le- Lethal Weapon movies, and The Omen. He really kind of he he really changed the game for as far as superhero movies are concerned. He definitely yeah. changed the game, but also The Omen. I mean, most I, I feel like a lot of people will cite that as being one of their favorite scary movies. Yeah, I haven't seen it, but I've heard that as well. That it's like well renowned. Yeah, I I also haven't it. seen it because also to watch it. If you think about that, the diversity Superman action superhero movie that yeah. became the 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 western for the modern era yeah the goonies iconic kids movie iconic Lethal, coming Lethal everyone in everyone in the goonies yeah. became like a movie star too lethal yeah. weapon reinvention of the buddy cop yeah comedy thriller love, love lethal weapon oh, and, and, so, and the yeah. omen like one of the most terrifying movies <laughs> yeah 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 he's incredible he, um the, his body work is is incredible so yeah, yeah that's very sad I feel, to hear that. I feel like his body of work does not get talked about a whole like like he as a director does not get talked enough yeah um talked about enough so, so. r.i.p anyway let's let's talk about i think we're running up on time let's talk about this last bit probably my best bit my favorite bit of news okay someone tested positive <laughs> for covid on set of mission fossil seven and we can oh, all probably man. picture the reaction that Tom Cruise had. Oh, he going was by the tapes furious. that were released. He probably like like grabbed him by the throat and screamed and like <laughs> used his Scientology powers to will oh, COVID nineteen <laughs> out of him <laughs> or her. Man, his Scientology Cruise. powers. That's that is honestly a- like his Scientology pool. Probably that dude probably has disappeared. <laughs> Yeah, that uh, I mean, he's definitely MIA. Whoever that someone was that does positive. So. RIP to that dude, Dan Smith, BYU. So I, <laughs> this is a whole Scientology thing. Y'all know that I'm very intrigued by it. Did okay. John Travolta get out of it? Is he gone? No, I don't, I don't no think he's, he's out still of it. in it. It's like a for life thing. Like it's a for life, life thing. Uh, you like I uh, what is her name? We are Rimini, who was in King, of, like most 
known for her, her role in King of Queens with Kevin James. She was in it for a really long time and she got out of it because it's kind of like a cult. Like they don't, you don't leave. Yeah. And so uh, it's really hard for, for people to get out of it. And once they do like the trauma they have experienced is because also, especially with celebrities, because I think you have to like basically tell them every single thing about yourself. Right. Oh, they got, they got a lot of dirt on you. They, yeah. Celebrities, the church of Scientology has a lot of dirt on celebrities. And so it could, it could ruin their entire <laughs> career. That's so. a, yeah, that's, I don't know if unfortunate is the right word, but um, yeah, that's, that's something else. Um, yeah. I'm very excited for mission possible. seven though. <laughs> Whatever yeah. that is going to be coming out, which does not seem like it's going to be anytime soon. Not anytime soon. I bet it comes out sometime next year. Okay, that's at good. the earliest. Because I, I was just thinking that I had I had watched actually a very good John Travolta movie lately called Blowout, directed okay. by Brian De Palma. Yeah, I've wanted to watch that for a while. Yeah, I've I've had it on Criterion for so long, and I was like, yeah, this I gotta watch it because the spine. I have my Criterion's in alphabetical order, and it's just been staring at me like, why haven't you watched me yet? Uh, Humble brag. So, yeah, I did watch it. It was very good. I, I'm not a big Brian De Palma guy. I'm not. I love like, Scarface. I, I, so. His first movie, movie of his that I watched was The Untouchables, and I was like, "This yeah, rocks." This is that was actually that. That one's that good. Palm movie. Um, yeah, really good. Andy Garcia's in that. Uh huh. With Costner, Sean, Sean Connery, De Niro, and Costner, and Sean De Niro. Connor. Yeah, yep. that's Ooh, a good, a really cast. good cast. So good. Yeah, I um, do like that one. I'm not a big Scarface guy, or or Carlitos. I don't. I'm not big on these gangster movies, but I did enjoy Blowout because yeah. John Travolta was very good in it. Um, and it's if you like films, and it's it's about like sound. The John Travolta plays a sound editor director guy, mm-hmm. and there a crime happens, and he's out recording while it happens, and it's very good, especially if you like film and what how film is made. I think you would like Blowout. So. I love film. So. <laughs> yep. I love lamp. I love lamp. Carpet. All right. Well, do we have any other news we want to talk about? Let's uh, let's think, hit these last. Let's hit these last okay. ones real quick. Okay. Okay. Quiet Place Part Two became the second highest grossing domestic release since the great box office reset with sixty nine million. To which I say, nice. Nice. <laughs> I nice. should have checked to see what how much it has grossed since then because that i think was first or second week of july i think it's number one now is unless it? I something it else is. unless the fast and furious movie has fast nine, nine need has to watch taken, it taken it um let me pull up box office mojo while y'all hit the next one speaking of fast and the furious there are rumors about a crossover with that and jurassic park yeah, and you know what? You know how I started out as a meme, but you know how we're gonna beat the T Rex guys? Family with family, family. Those memes <laughs> have been very, very good. A quiet they're... place, a quiet place part two is the highest grossing film of this year. Okay, wow, right. it's what had a it very, at? very good tale. It released on May twenty eighth, and it's still twenty three million dollars ahead of F nine. Oh yeah. wow! I think F nine might might break that though. Because it just came yeah. out last week. Three is Godzilla. See... Three is Godzilla vs Kong. Four is Cruella, and five is The Conjuring. The double maybe. Okay. Do. Cool. Oh, very nice. Very nice. Yep. 
Um, Anywho. This doesn't have to do with anything. I just thought it was an interesting fun fact I saw this past month. But Nicolas Cage is, has been averaging three and a half films per year since he first started acting. Like his first movie came out in 1982, which is a feat. Yep. What That's a feat. A lot of movies. I'm telling you, we, guys, we have to do some kind of like get in the cage. <laughs> get in the cage. Watch through all of Nick Cage's movies. It all? Feet, but we could do it. And it I would be, would be down for that. Okay. Just because y'all will finally get to watch the masterpiece that is The Rock. Yeah, I still haven't seen The Rock. <laughs> Anything to get us to watch The Rock at this it's, point, Eric. And uh, Eric, you saw Mandy, right? Yes, I did see Mandy. Yeah, you, you I did it on Blu-ray. Yep, oh, I wow. have that okay. on my shelf now. Proud, proud of it. Very nice. So good. Um, thank you, Nicholas Cage, for yeah. Thanks. Oh yeah, Cage. go watch Moonstruck because he's really good in that. I was gonna say really he's good. in Moonstruck too. Share. Mm-hmm share oh, her hair is so good in that i know i'm like oh my gosh i want hair it's like that. it's fantastic I, i've never even seen it i just know that her hair is good in that so anyway uh yaya abdul mateen the second once more rom-coms and he said he's willing to act in it and damn it we should just let him do it we should. i want him to be the lead in every rom-com you know who he would be amazing opposite tell me phoebe waller bridge I want her to be in a rom-com too. That would be so good. That's a- Or if it was a um, Kiss of the Viper or whatever, um, that, that episode of Black Mirror where, that he's in where he and his buddy go With into the- Anthony Mackie? Is it Anthony oh, Mackie? Oh, is it Anthony Mackie? It is. I'm pretty sure it's Anthony Mackie. Yeah. Yeah, it's him and Anthony Mackie and they're like, yeah. they go into the the video game and they're, they're lovers, but only in the video only game. Only in the video game. Did you watch Black Mirror? Eric? I've never seen a single episode of my Black Mirror. I, I watched first episode and uh, I was out after that. I've heard the, it takes I've heard a little. The, yeah, the first takes, episode is something. There, it there's is. Some, there, for those of you who know about Black Mirror, Shut Up and Dance is my favorite episode. In uh, text or uh, DM us on Instagram to ask more about that because that's like that's one of the most like. I had a I had a physical reaction to the twist at the end that made me it, it both shocked me and horrified me, but also knowing that like you you can distance yourself from it. It's like fake, but it also is like or yeah. it's it's a film, but it's also you know in that double one? doubling down on the uh like how terrible the human mind oh. and condition is. Uh, in that one, it's not there. There's one guy he and he's in a bunch of Ben Wheatley films. I don't know his name off the top of my head. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, yeah, I I remember I had a professor. I don't remember what we were talking about. Like what in class brought this up? But in uh, undergrad, my one of my professors was like, "It's like an episode of Black Mirror." and she's like have you guys seen it and some people were like yeah and she goes if you guys haven't seen black mirror you guys should totally watch it but don't watch the first episode start with another episode and then go back to the first one so first i was one like was very My- michael smiley is one of the most is the ma- the most recognizable person in shut up and dance real quick sorry okay 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 cool 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 thanks um nice all right and the last bit of news i saw just that was like oh that's interesting ramona flowers and obi-wan kenobi aka mary elizabeth winstead and ewan mcgregor had their first child together oh wow so 
happy Mazel Tov. Mazel. To, to I had couple. no idea they were a couple. Yeah, it's actually a little controversial because they were both married, <laughs> and then I like both got divorced and very quickly started dating. So, who's to say how soon uh, that relationship actually I thought actually you said started. they were. I thought you were saying they were married to each other, divorced and remarried. No, no, no. no. They were married to other people. Like you and McGregor was married to his first wife for like 15, 16 years or something like that. Uh, Yikes. Yeah. So what about Ben Affleck back in the game with (sighs) J-Lo? Hell yeah. That is a power couple. That is Ben Affleck looks like he's in the prime of his life right now. He was, he looked down in the gutters for a minute. He he really (laughs) did. But he kind of after he and Jennifer Gardner got divorced, he he just I don't I mean he just kind of looked like he was just going through it. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely I don't really mess in the whole celebrity dating thing, but I really am enjoying the Ben Affleck and J Lo couple. It's really interesting to see how many people have opinions about that relationship. (laughs) Like I feel like that's what a lot of people have talked about, and I'm just like, oh okay, like I. Sure, be happy if that makes you happy. Yeah. Go for it. Um, so anyway, good stuff. Good stuff. Crazy. All right. Well, I think that's it. Any final words for our listeners? Michael Smiley was in White Bear, not Shut Up and Dance. Oh, okay. so you were okay. So hey, I was wrong, but I corrected myself in real time. Right. So, yeah, yeah, in real time. That way we didn't. Have oh, to oh, oh, oh. One, one more piece of movie news. Me coming in right at the end. Yeah. Uh, a couple of recommendations if you if you um are in or hankering for some more content. The big picture had an interview with Quentin Tarantino on his new novel, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which is a novelization of his movie and it's a mass market paperback. It's really affordable. Apparently it's very good. Um he I is getting semi canceled for Bruce Lee stuff. Oh yeah, I saw that. It's I okay. Tough look. I would love to talk about this on next month's movie okay. news roundup, and right. and we could have like a quick or not quick, but like a, yeah. a free form debate because I have thoughts about this too, okay. or not debate but discussion. Discussion, a friendly Fair conversation. Enough. Um, so the big picture has an interview with him, and he talks about it, and he talks about novelization. I, I learned a ton about like movie history. Um, from that interview and also on um, an interview he did with Dax Shepard. So I saw Quentin that he was had, on. Yeah, I th- saw that he was on Dax podcast. He's also Tarantino's also launching his own boutique Blu-ray label. Really? Yes. Oh, and he had a big announcement. He bought a, another major theater in LA. I can't remember oh. which it is though. Yeah, he's gonna oh. be launching. I I did. I, it's been a minute since I read the article, but he was also on another podcast. Uh, I forgot what it was called, but he announced on it that he will be launching his own boutique Blu-ray label. So interesting. In the lines of like Criterion, Arrow, Shout Factory, he's gonna have his own label. So that he, will be very awesome. That will be very awesome. He bought the Vista Theater in L.A. and people are like, Quentin by the arc light which is another big one that's i think yeah. going out of business unless some, i think it did go out of business has it gone out of business someone will buy it and i bet it i bet he'll buy it i mean yeah might yeah, as well so. what else i you, you've got all this money i would buy all kinds of stupid stuff if i had that much money Movie I'd, theaters buy, aren't I'd buy like a 
yeah, a ton of stuff. I would literally, I would literally invest in film <laughs> if I was like, if I was AMC? as successful as him. AMC, dude. AMC. You know? Well, I mean, I mean, like, I, I mean, I, he's cool because he has created and he reinvented so like several genres in very significant ways, and now he's, you can tell he's doing more of the promotion and like culture mm-hmm. and and film will last forever type of work. Um, and he'll be doing less directing. Like he kind of, I think he said he was only going to direct 10 movies. Yeah. Isn't that like a known fact? He's, I feel like he'll do, he'll do more, but I think he really, he like loves like film in general. So Mm -hmm. he'll, he'll like, he'll go and I don't know. He'll probably teach and write more. He's going to write another book after, after this one about film theory. Um, so okay yeah awesome a lot of people are, are wanting cert, like him to direct the 10th movie to be something specific and i personally want it to be kill bill volume three where yeah. it brings back angela bassett's daughter and he said like he did say that if you were to do a third one he would cast maya hawk who is uma yep. thurman and ethan hawk ethan hawk's daughter um who's I think I mean I've I've seen her in Stranger Things. She's been yeah, in I've a couple other Stranger things. things. That's good. It. And I yeah, I really liked her. And then Angela She's in Once Bassett. Upon a Time in Hollywood. She is, isn't she? Yeah. Um, really. For like a couple scenes. Yeah. Oh, and okay. and Angela Bassett was like, I think Zendaya should play my daughter. And what a what a great yep. just to see that. I want that. I want that so badly. Anyway, I feel like we should wrap it up. Yep. It's but, been a long episode. It's been a long episode. And we got we've got the fart first game of the finals on the tonight, fart. boys. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the the match with golf match. I don't know if y'all are into that, but oh yeah, with uh, right Tom Brady and it's been on for Aaron like four Rogers. hours and they're like halfway through the round. Oh gosh. Yeah. All right. Well, this was our monthly second, right? Second. Yeah, this is yeah, our second. second. We we recapped everything that kind of happened in June of 2021. So let us know if we missed anything or if you want us to cover something specific for our next monthly uh, movie roundup and we'll go from there. Perfect. Yeah. Awesome. All All right. right, Well, peace out people. Peace out. Thanks for steering the ship. Not that I steer the ship, but I wasn't (laughs) even here to shovel coal. So (laughs) yeah, it's all good. All All right. right. We'll see y'all later.